Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you're at. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Aldis, and I'm joined by Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm trying to see why I'm not in focus. Do I look in focus <laughs> to you? Uh, I mean, I think that you're a little soft, but I think that you look okay. I wouldn't I'll worry too, out. too much about it. Eh, well, kind of helps. Apparently I'm effed. <laughs> it's just, this is what happens just one of these kinds doing, of days, I guess. This is what happens when you're doing live um, stuff. You know, yeah, there's always going to be some technical thing. And honestly, you being a little bit soft, if that's the worst technical issue that we run into today, I'm going to consider us kind of blessed. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about quite a slew of things. We're going to be talking about John Waters returning to the director's chair for the first time in nearly 20 years. We're going to be talking about Mandalorian and Grogu filming in California and all of the tax credits that come with that. But first, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters frozen empire got some new posters and we're going to be taking a look at them and uh kind of giving our thoughts on them a little bit so yeah we got three new posters uh here to take a look at uh producer adam can we get the first one up por favor thank you very much this is the the like big the big hero one as it were showing the entire uh cast standing tall steve this is this is a super like heroic looking image. This has got me really hyped. How do you feel about this? Listen, I, I'm. It's very rare for me nowadays to be like to care more than one uh, percent of my energy on a poster from a studio. Uh, I, listen, I'm a fan of Ghostbusters and Gil, the director, and I am looking forward to this. But yeah, I, I couldn't care less about. Maybe I'm being uh, extra salty today, but I just don't care about posters. Like none of this stuff. This is the marketing that used to work in the '90s. Nowadays, yeah. it's it's video. Well, here's the here's the one thing that is worth kind of discussing about this: the fact that it is putting Paul Rudd so like prominently in the front, whereas he was like a bit of a supporting character in Afterlife. Do you think that this might be indicative of how much of a part 
he's going to have to play in the overall film? A hundred percent. Because if you think about it, uh, he is the most popular. I mean, listen, people love Bill Murray, but when you, you know, the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of young people out there who, I, I hate to say this, really don't know Bill Murray. So you want to put people in the front of a poster that young people know, especially from the Marvel movies. So it makes sense to put Paul in the front. It's fair. I think that's a that's a pretty good way to look at it. Our second poster puts another character front and center, though, and that is everyone's favorite green goo monster, Slimer, breaking through some ice. Uh, Slimer is one of those characters that didn't really get much characterization in the films. And so I'm really curious to see if they're going to be borrowing from his television characterization a little bit here. Uh, yeah. Are you a fan of Slimer at all, Steve? Do you, I, do you know I, him? did you watch the cartoons at all? Uh, so long ago that I don't remember. I mean, my brain is too loaded with too much stuff. Like, I, I mean, again, it, it's funny that, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Slimer, but it's like, who the hell knows what's going to go on in this movie? Also, they haven't, um, what's interesting is this movie comes out in three weeks and I don't know anyone that's seen it yet. So, um, and I don't even know about a junket or interviews, nothing. So I'm curious when they're going to start ramping that stuff up. Well, I know that within uh, within the world of video games, when you have a situation like that where nobody's seen it that close to release, it's usually a bad thing. Uh, I'm not sure if that's necessarily the case in film, but you would think that by this point, there'd already be people. Um, it, it, no, it's a bad sign. Like, it's, it's always bad when they don't screen it uh, well in advance, but this is also a movie that relies heavily on VFX. So it's also yeah. possible they're finishing shots and they don't want to show it till it's done. But generally speaking, I usually hear about screenings and junkets prior to three weeks out of a movie. That's fair. Uh, moving on to our third and final poster here. This one is actually my favorite. And I think that regardless of what, how you feel about posters, this is just an adorable image as is. It's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, a little mini one, uh, currently stuck on a shard of ice, all Christmas story style. This one, I really, I don't have much to say about this other than it's just like disgustingly cute. No, this, this is this is absolutely the best poster of the bunch by a mile. Like this is so cute, I almost want to have it on my wall. <laughs> uh, I have no space for that, but um, this is a very this would be a fun Funko Pop if they released it just like this. Oh yeah, just any sort of figure of this would be brilliant. I'm actually I'm looking around my office right now, and I'm wondering if I have room in here, maybe in my living room. I could hang this up if it was like a smaller version of it. Stay puffed or stay stuck. Nice, Mike. That, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adam, if we could get back to our camera here. Por favor. Thank Hi, you. Still, still out of focus. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So those those posters, uh, honestly, at this point, like I'm just happy to see more. Oh, hey, look at that cat. I'm happy to see a cat. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these days. Let's say hi. Hello. What's the cat's yeah. name? Uh, this is Bandit, and he's obviously loving to uh, interrupt our, again, the advantage of doing this live. If I'm mistaken, you have two cats, correct? I have well more than two cats, and they're oh, all okay. rescued. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's not get into that right now. Let's just say <laughs> that there's a lot of cats in this house. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, those, those are the posters. I'm pretty excited about it. I, this is a film that I am pretty, I'm hesitantly excited about because I have to point out the cat got me in focus. Oh, well, look, 
The camera <laughs> likes the cat. That's what it is. Every Maybe time, every every morning when you're getting ready, you should just hold the cat up and see if the camera just automatically detects that. Oh, you know, <laughs> anyway, I'm happy this worked out. You know, it's a little better not being blurry for anyway, you know. But yeah, this is a movie that I'm hesitantly excited about because I don't want to get my hopes up too much about it. Uh, just, you know, in the off chance that it's not so good. Um, but I do love Ghostbusters so much that I just, I want to love it. And Afterlife yeah, was really good. So Gil is I a really good, like Gil's a good director and I, I have faith in him. And, um, I, like I said, I, I, I really, I want, I listen, I want to love everything and I'm rooting That's for true. him and I'm rooting for the franchise. I, I hope it's awesome. And I hope Sony starts showing it soon. So we will hear the buzz. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, moving on to our second story for today, we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian and Grogu. Uh, it, it is set to start production. Uh, I don't actually know if we have a date on that. It doesn't look year. like we do. If we do, I'm not seeing it. Uh, but anyways, it has been reported that it is going to be filming primarily in California, which you might hear that and think, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But there are a couple of things that this actually affects first of all is the fact that this is the first time that the series is shot primarily in california uh previous films have had some shots in california for instance return of the jedi and or was the uh was all the california redwoods and everything like that but this will be the first time that it'll be primarily done there and the big thing with that is that it comes with massive tax credits in fact this film is reportedly getting uh a 21.75, so roughly $22 million in tax credits, which is insane. It's actually one of the heftiest allocations ever in California history, which is saying something considering that California is, I mean, it's Hollywood. Uh, yeah, it is just insane. In fact, the, the movie that has, that got the most credit allocation, at least, uh, estimated because we don't ever get like the official numbers on this was bumblebee back in 2017 seemed to have been the last one and it was only 22.4 million dollars so that's pretty substantial uh <laughs> steve do you think that uh this kind of thing is going to it, do you think that they're filming primarily probably because of the location of the volume yeah you think I that's think, more I than likely the reason yeah, I, I, was, I was just having a conversation yesterday or two days ago about why so many people are filming in Budapest or Atlanta and different locations around the world. It's because everyone's looking for the tax credit. And yeah. ultimately, what you have to out, so with the Mandalorian, you have the technology of what they primarily use on the series uh, here in California, which, you know, is they've used it for years and years. And because Favreau, I'm sure, doesn't want to film in Budapest. And also he's involved in so many other things. He's probably at, you know, the, he has the juice to say, we're going to shoot it here in California. And you have to, so think about it like this. 
Say they are getting a tax break here and they're getting $21 million as their tax break. So say they were able to get $35 million in a tax break if they went to Atlanta or if they went to Budapest. You then have to factor in there's a whole bunch of crew that are experts at the volume technology that you would then, if you had the volume in Atlanta or somewhere else, you'd have to be bringing in, you know, what crew is going to be doing this? And when you have something that works so well here, you then have to figure out, is it worth saving another $20 million to film somewhere else when we already have this amazing crew here? So it's about, you know, you're you're weighing all that stuff. And I'm sure the line producer was like, no, let, let's just shoot it here. And, you know, you have a lot of outdoor locations here that they can use on the show. I mean, on the movie for, um, uh, you know, and make it work, you know, whether it be the mountains yeah. or the desert or the ocean or whatever. So um, it makes sense to film the whole thing in California and especially with Favreau and the other people involved. I mean, there is a reason why Hollywood is where Hollywood is. And that has that a lot of that comes down to the fact that studios decided to settle there because within quick driving distance, there's so many places that can be sort of stand-ins for other locations throughout the world. So you've got quite a bit of different scenery around California that you can use for different alien planets and things of that nature. It's also worth pointing out that this film is going to have some pretty hefty cast and crew requirements. The movie is reportedly hiring 500 crew members, 54 cast members, and 3,500 background players for a four-month shoot over the course of 92 days, which that is a really quick turnaround for something that's probably going to be a very a very like technical shoot because it is sci-fi. So lots of special effects and things of that nature that's going to complicate shooting. So having to do it in that quick a speed is pretty intense. So having it in California, I think there's definitely a lot of benefits to that more than just the tax credits. Well, the tax credits are pretty big. There's something else to realize, which is that when you're casting side people like side roles, uh, so supporting roles, I should say, if you shoot in Los Angeles or around Los Angeles, the talent pool that you can get to be in the movie is really deep. It's the same thing yeah. if you shoot in London. The talent pool is just deep. And not having to, like, if you go to Atlanta and you want to have, say, you know, Paul Rudd do two days on the movie, you got to fly him in. It's a whole thing. Can he fit it in his schedule? In L.A., a lot of people love, I mean, I'm telling you, that people want to sleep in their own bed. So when you say to them it's a two, a week-long shoot, you get to stay home every night, a lot of people are like, yes, that sounds great, you know? There's certainly a lot of benefit to it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll just have to see how that's going to affect things because there is definitely a uh, quality benefit that we could see from it. So we'll just have to wait and see how that pans out. I'm just excited for more Star Wars, honestly, because it's actually more cinematically released Star Wars. As much as I love the Disney Plus stuff, and trust me, I do, I, would, I just want to see another Star Wars film. Personally, I like going to the theater. And so any excuse to go to the theater is always great. Uh, speaking of reason to go to the theater, uh, John Waters, a, a very eclectic filmmaker, somebody who's maybe not necessarily everyone's cup of tea, uh, famous director of, of Pink Flamingos. If you know what that film is, you have an idea of John Waters style. He is returning to the director's chair for the first time in nearly 20 years to uh, helm. Oh, there it is. Uh, Liar Mouth a adaptation of the book that he himself wrote, which is going to be starring Aubrey Plaza. Steve, you, uh, you, you a fan of John Waters at all? You watch any of his old stuff? 
I, I have. And look, uh, I am more than welcome to, uh, I welcome his return to movie theaters. Uh, and, um, you know, look, it's definitely, it's a little nerve wracking when someone hasn't made a film in 20 years to wonder what exactly is he going to make. But uh, I, I can't wait to see what he puts on screen. You know, even Bandit is excited by clawing at everything uh, to let us know that he wants to also see uh, the film. No, I mean, look, I welcome it. And I'm a big fan of Aubrey Plaza. And obviously, John feels passionate about this material. Otherwise, he would not be making a movie after 20 years. Yeah. See, for me, that's the thing that gives me the confidence that he's he's going to, you know, do his best to knock it out of the park. Not that I was overall like that worried about it. Again, the the amount of time between him doing his last film in this one kind of worries me a little bit, but because this is an adaptation of his own book, he's probably going to put far more care into it than he might of anything else. So I'm pretty excited about it. I've never, I've never been a huge John Waters fan. I've honestly preferred his acting a little bit more than his directing. Personally, he's just such a, such a kooky character actor, but I am excited to see this. Also, Aubrey Plaza. I absolutely love her as well. So getting a chance to see more of her will uh, never be a bad thing. That's the way I look at it. We're on the exact same page. And uh, look, you know, I'm uh, this is one of those weird ones where it's like, I really don't know what we're going to get. Yeah, I, I guess we'll have to read the book and find out. But even then, knowing John Waters, like. Even if you read the book, you still probably wouldn't have any idea what's actually going to make it to screen. Because the dude is just, he makes some very weird choices. They're, they're logical choices at the time, but they are very, very eccentric sort of things. Very nouveau art house sort of choices. Sometimes just absurd for the sake of absurd. As John yeah, it'll, be inter- it'll, it'll be interesting to see how his tastes have changed or not over 20 years. Imagine if he just comes back and this is like the most by the numbers cookie cutter film that you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, listen, um, oh, what's the name of that film that that David Lynch did? Um, uh, um, I can't remember the name, but anyway, I was going to go off on a, on the thing, but no, you know, we'll, we'll switch off. I would not be surprised, like. John Waters seems like the kind of guy who would find it funny to be to build this reputation as a weird director to then come back and make something super normal. Like yeah, he would I, probably find it hilarious. I truly don't know what we're going to get, but I'm curious. So, you know, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, and with that, that's where we're going to end today's show. A quick little one for you, a little bit of bite-sized collider dailies for you, but you know, sometimes that's yeah. the way it works. Can I just uh, say something real yeah. quick for people that are still, for people that are still watching? I watched Dune two again last night in IMAX, and holy shit, was it amazing! Uh, if you are going to see Dune two, um, for the love of God, go see it in IMAX because Denis and Greg Fraser, the cinematographer, shot it for full screen IMAX, and like so much of the movie was full screen. It looked incredible. You know, it like just jaw dropping, incredible. Besides the fact that the movie is holy f, um, yeah. But yeah, this is one of those that you really, really want to see in IMAX. I am, I am super, like, unbelievably excited to go see that film. Sadly, I, I have my ticket already. It's for tomorrow night. Sadly, I'm not 
able to go to IMAX because the nearest IMAX to me is like two hours away. I'd have to drive to Seattle to it's actually go to IMAX. This this weekend, I'm going to be going down to Oregon to visit my folks as sort of like a birthday trip for myself. Uh, and I plan on seeing it again while I'm down there. And there is an IMAX theater down there that I'm going to see it at. The, o- so, the only thing, the only thing is though, I've heard of a lot of theaters that are like sold out already opening weekend. So oh, if you are, look. yeah, if you are thinking about going to see it this weekend in IMAX, like go get your tickets now. And because it really might already be sold out. Like I know the AMC Lincoln square in uh, in New York city, like even two weeks ago, I heard it was sold out for like two, three weeks. You know, but I'm saying to you that there are many times movies come out in IMAX yeah. and sure it's cool to see it in IMAX, but it's not like you have to, this is one you have to like, it, yeah. it's one that if you are two hours away from a movie theater, it's actually worth the drive. Worth it the to do it? That good. You know, I will, I will say that I will see it in IMAX while it's there eventually, hopefully this weekend, if I can get in. If not, I'm st- like I'm still just excited enough to see it that I will be going tomorrow night to see it in sure. standard format. Just, just I'm a huge Dune fan, so there was no you're way gonna, that I was. You're gonna, I lose, you're gonna lose your mind. The movie's incredible. It really I'm so, is. So excited. Uh, so besides that, Steve, do you have anything coming down the pipeline that you like to plug? I think we have like a screening coming, don't we? Yeah, we, there's a whole bunch of screenings that you can look at that uh, you can write RSVP for if you're in LA. Um, band that you cannot go to the screening. You're a cat. Uh, it's on the top of the website, Collider. Just look for the button screenings. Uh, and also, I'm going to be doing a panel at WonderCon that I can't talk about yet. But uh, if you're going to WonderCon, I would suggest going Saturday. WonderCon is, that's uh, Anaheim, isn't it? It is, yeah. It'll yeah. be like March 29th or 30th. I forget the date. Uh, nice. But I'm, I'm planning something good. If you are going to WonderCon, you should go on Saturday. I went to WonderCon for several years back there when I was in college. I miss, I miss conventions like that. Uh, don't get to go to too many of them these days. So if you are going to be there, as you said, check it out. And also yeah. go over to the website, collider.com. Check out all the screening information. While you're there, why not read some articles, get yourself learned up and filled with information about uh, movies and TV and other just general entertainment. We've got all sorts of fantastic news articles, all sorts of great feature pieces. Also, while you're over there, if you see a thumbnail with a play button in the corner, that means there is a video element tied to that article. Jump in there and check it out. It's usually something supplementive to the article itself. It can be, you know, a a feature video, which is what I work on primarily. It can be an interview clip. It could be a segment of a show or movie that we're, uh, you know, told that we're able to show some sort of preview thing or something like that. It could be any kind of thing up there. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, Or just otherwise, just check out collider.com in general. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be, I believe myself and Maggie, I think. Uh, So, be be sure to be back here same bat time same bat channel until then i hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening and we'll see you next time
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.